0: On today's which word of the day, it's an animation spell. So these are enchantments that bring inanimate objects to life. Weaker spells merely cause objects to move and act as though they were alive, but more powerful enchantments appear to actually give them life. This is the description of an animation spell as spoken in Merlin, the series, Kevin. Okay. So yeah. it's like... Substitutiary
1: locomotion
0: but different yes <laughs> <laughs> always back to disney with you <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> you haven't even read that wait what are you doing with the book so he has the confidence to finish the story hear now the words of the witches this is kevin and welcome to words of the witches the Charmed podcast that will guide you through the lesser known published material in the charm universe And decide how it fits into the grand narrative of the TV series. All right, so welcome to Words of the Witches, episode 72. I'm Kevin, your resident charmed resource. I'm Sean, and I just love comic books. And today we have a returning guest. It's Lewis. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having (laughs) me back. Yeah, it's been a while. You uh had another kid in that time.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Did I? <laughs> All of the days merged into one now. Was he not born back then? Oh, no. wow. Okay. No. Right. Well, okay, cool. Yeah, so I've had another one. I mean, he's nine months old now. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And, oh my God. Children are crazy. So now we have three, we have our own little cupboard. Um, <laughs> and it is a lot of energy i'm not going to lie it is um it's <laughs> it's um uh, yeah there, there's no rest i think that's the thing there's just never any rest like once you've got one to sleep the other one will wake up oh, so yeah. The only way out is through. They'll grow eventually and then they'll be off to school and there'll be someone else's problem for eight hours of the day. Just for funsies, you need to go secretly have a child
0: with somebody else and then you have the charmed brood. <laughs> yeah, okay.
2: This is a good idea. Yeah. As long as I don't have to raise that one. mean, <laughs> you have a backup, in case. <laughs> yeah. But still, like, world's greatest bisexual
1: dad. Like, that's awesome. That makes me
0: happy.
2: Thank you.
0: We did have poll results to go over this one we had to decide which renick was sexiest from which <laughs> era <laughs> i remember yeah and i said 60s uh, like james dean looking Rennick. you said 50s oh 50 sorry <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes um and lewis sent me his he wants he likes the current version
2: Yeah, he's he's kind of like moody, and his hair's a little longer. I don't know. There was something about it, and a bit of a tortured soul in his eyes. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) People judge me because I liked the '70s one.
1: (laughs) I mean, it is definitely different. I I think I like facial hair. What can I say? I don't know. Uh, but let's see what the... Uh, I, only, I only did this on Instagram. I didn't do it on Twitter or anything. Just Instagram for this one. So 50s got 24 votes, 77%. Liked that one the best. Uh, 23% said no. Then for 60s, he had 7 votes for hot, uh, 24%. And 22 votes for not, 76%. so I think he's the lowest of all of them (laughs) Um, but my 70s guy barely won he got 8 votes for hot instead of 7 votes wow (laughs) so 26% (laughs) Um, and then the 80s Michael Jackson Rennick when I checked last time it was like 50-50 but more people did say hot they have 20 votes for hot 65% and 11 votes for not and then The winner is the current Rennick. 26 votes, 84%.
2: So I'm pretty standard. fine.
1: (laughs) But you know, it also also was like the closest on his face picture that I had of that time. You know, it's very like Dimitri from Anastasia. Very Colin Farrell. You know, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. Silence! (laughs) Let's do the, uh, here in other words of the witches, the finale comic of season nine. So this is, Season 9, Issue 24, The Power of 300, published October 3rd, 2012. Oh, October 3rd. He asked me what day it was. It's October 3rd. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, But it's written by Paul Ruditis, art by Rubine, coloring by John Hunt, letters by Jim Campbell, and edited by Matt Rogers. Yeah, David Seidman, another one of his covers. We have everybody in a line. So we got Phoebe Piper, Page Prue slash Patience, Coop Cole, Henry, and Darrell, with Leo flying above with the sword and wings. Do we like this cover?
2: I love epic. this cover. It's giving <laughs> it's so like war vibes, isn't it? And it's like we love a we love a good magical battle. Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, I think is this the first time that Prue slash Patience? Oh no, it's not the first time she's the cover, is it? Well,
1: but I, I think, think it's the first time we see her face. face. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, And also, you know, Paige has got some, like, I don't know what this is, some sort of orb punch ready to go, (laughs) um, which is quite nice. Yeah, and they all got their weapons, and Coop's got his bow and arrow, and
1: yeah, it's it's really neat.
2: And it's quite nice. I feel like the men never really get to fight that much, like, in any of the big final battles, really, do they? They're just like, here are the kids, get out, which I guess is like... (laughs) I guess is the point with the show. But it's quite nice that they kind of roped him for this one.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, the men got a good run in this run. They got to do a
2: lot, especially
0: Leo. (laughs) They do.
1: They do. I love it. Leave the
0: pacifists (laughs) to the
1: door. And everybody looks like themselves in this picture, too, which
0: is nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is Daryl fighting on the first panel, right? Correct. Correct. Cause he doesn't have the pink Jean gray powers anymore. I'm very perturbed. I liked his Jean, Jean gray power.
1: Yeah. It changes color. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we see Daryl. He's like call on the winged air support. Leo can't cover the skies alone. And then we see Leo and his little like daddy wife Peter flying by. He's like, get ready, Prue. I'm leading them your way. And Prue says, "You set them up, and I'll take them down." And then below, this is—is is this Coop? And who's this other guy? <laughs> this is my biggest gripe of this whole issue. <laughs> oh no! That's supposed to be Henry. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh
1: no! Are you kidding
0: me? <laughs> is
1: it? Yes, it's supposed to be Henry because they. Th- <laughs> They tell him they call him Henry throughout the later on in the book I'm like oh my gosh he looks like a Puerto Rican teenager like this is not Henry whatsoever <laughs> no but sure it's not the right color at all
0: I was so mad okay.
1: but anyway that's supposed to be him <laughs>
0: <laughs> so <laughs> so Coop and Henry are fighting and Coop said are not fighting each other fighting with each other these soldiers keep coming and Henry Henry apparently says it's a lot easier using my magic on targets that don't move and I love this little panel. We have the porny professor X. He's like, When well, I decided to be a headmaster of a school for the magically gifted, I imagined a somewhat more peaceful life. And this lady's like, Really? This is exactly what I dreamed of when I became a librarian. <laughs> and she's using like a magical whip. I don't know what kind of library she was gonna work at. <laughs> well, I think this must be Bailey too. Like everybody looks a little weird.
1: Oh, that's Bailey? Yeah, which is that librarian chick in the comic books. But here it looks like like Chevy Chase and Sarah Palin, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, it really does, though.
0: <laughs> so on uh, the next panel, Elise has an afro, and she's like, it's in here somewhere. I shouldn't have brought so many sex toys. I mean, seed packs. And then Prue says, Leo says, 90% of magic is preparation. That's Tyler. Oh, that's Tyler? Yeah. <laughs> I it was real. No, that's Tyler. Tyler has bad hair. <laughs> uh, it's preparation. The other 10% is being organized, and she's like, got it. Ooh, what a page. <laughs> what a page. I got through that somehow.
2: <laughs> well, let me take you on a double spread. So the battle continues. So Elise is throwing up some magical seeds into the air. And says eat plants. And I kind of feel like for a woman that edits a newspaper, they could have given her a better line than eat plants, but never mind. <laughs> oh my god, and then that's the next line. Oh my god, that literally just proves that I I yeah. I read that I skim read this <laughs> earlier. So I could have read this myself. So she goes and say, You'd think a newspaper editor could come up with a better catchphrase than eat plants. Um, but then the plants start to grow. Um, and Tyler says, who cares what you say when you can do that? It's proper Jack and the Beanstalk vibes. This kind of shoots up high enough to get to Elise, capturing one of the baddies. Um, and Leo is there with his sword and says, nice job Elise, as I'm sure he then cuts him up. Um, and then we have this kind of like double panel where there are, there are no words, but maybe some, some things for our onomatopoeia later. Um, where everyone's just having a really good old fight, but then you can kind of see off to the right, the girls are kind of at the orb, if that's what we're calling it, this kind of dome thing that they can't get in. Yeah, Um, And then we go over and have a little look at what they're doing. Um, so I think this is Phoebe saying as much as I'm having as much fun as I'm having playing orb ball with Paige, it's time to accept that she can't get through. So we can kind of see like Paige is like trying to orb her way in and she can't. Um, and Piper is saying there has to be a way in and as Paige starts rematerializing, she says, I really thought, um, that would work. Just standing next to this things, this thing makes me feel more powerful. Phoebe says, I guess... It's just stronger than us. And Piper says, maybe we'd do it. And Piper is, I mean, spoiler alert, but I feel like Piper is really the wise one in this. I'm saying it now um, so that so that you can kind of notice them as we go through. Um, but Piper's like, maybe we're doing this wrong. Stop fighting against the magic and channel it. Don't try to orb through the dome page Orb into it. And then in the next panel, it's starting to work.
1: Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> so, page three, they are in the dome, and it's like this space, starry, like sky with like a dance floor, chessboard, checkerboard thing. But page is like the strength of the magic out there is nothing compared to in here. So, it's a very strong source of power for everybody, and it's giving everybody power. Boost, And so they look around and they're like, wait, Phoebe's not here. Where is she? And Piper's like, where are you? And then she's like, up here! <laughs> and she's floating along. <laughs> she's like, there's so much magic bursting here. I can, I can, can. It's bursting out of me. Can you feel it? Ooh! And um, they turn and they see a horde of baddie people. I guess they're just enemies. We don't really know what they're called. Uh, automatons. Just husks or just gen- generic superhero looking buff people. (laughs) But this page is actually going to be our power play moment. (laughs) Power play. We're going to talk about levitation. So levitation is the ability to propel oneself into the air and move through the air slightly. (laughs) It's Primarily a defensive power used to avoid attacks. While levitating, maintaining one's concentration is paramount because if you lose it, you can like fall to the ground. Uh, but levitation also comes with enhanced agility automatically.
2: But and does levitation always lead to flight in the end? Flight is an
1: advanced levitation, but it doesn't always lead to that. So let's just talk about all the pieces. So you can levitate in a couple of different ways. There's hovering. Where users suspend themselves above the ground in one place. So they can't like float. They just I mean they just sit above the ground. If you hover through levitation, you can go at any height. But you know, white lighters can hover too, but they're limited by only a few feet. And when they hover it can be with or without orbs. Um Rising, which is like if you're like knocked back on the floor. You can just like, you just like get up like that, (laughs) like a quick rise. It's like what the source does when he's possessing Shane or anybody else. He's like, here I am. Uh, So, (laughs) so that's the power to like rise immediately upright when falling after a a fall. Uh, It's normally a reflex uh, instinctual reaction. Uh, You can leap. This is where you can reach tall heights, with one leap sufficient to cross like a two-lane road. You can use it as a form of transportation even, like Banshees do. The downside is that you have to periodically make contact with the ground so that you can make another leap to do that. It's like Spider-Man when he's jumping around the buildings. (laughs) Uh, And there's gliding and floating. So when you travel through the air, short or long distances, without the feet ever touching the ground, they're essentially the same thing, except floating is only a few inches above the ground well, gliding can be at any height. That's the only difference. Otherwise, they're the same. And so essentially, gliding and Floating are hovering with the added ability to move around the space instead of just above in one spot. There's selective levitation where you can levitate things by touching it. So you can touch something and make it levitate with you.
2: Is that what Phoebe had?
1: Yeah, she had pretty much she had all of the ones we talked about so far. Everything she can do with the levitation. guess
2: there was this one where she was meditating and levitating in season six in... Wait, okay, With the pillow. And I was like, oh, blooper. But it was not a blooper. It's not a blooper because if she's she's
1: in contact with it, it can levitate with her. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we're learning. We're learning things.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, And then when, if you get like very advanced, this is where you can get to flight. And that's, you know, full air maneuvering at any breathable height for extended periods of time over any distance. And Phoebe has done this with power boosts like here or when she was in limbo um she had more of that flight capability or when she got the dragon warlock power but that was somebody else's power and there's also projective levitation where you can make people and inanimate objects levitate without physical contact although you might think how is that different than telekinesis (laughs) true (laughs) um because it's essentially the same thing but i was thinking about it and i think telekinesis adds force where levitation is removing the force, removing that gravitational, you know, to uh, make it And be, do you remember Ramus the elder that was transferring his power to Kevin, yeah, witches and tights? He told Phoebe, because his powers were foresight and hovering, that both were mental abilities uh, means that they're they're kind of linked. There's a link somewhere in there between premonition and levitation. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Power play. <laughs> I do want to say on this page while we're on it, my favorite part of this whole thing is apparently when they step on these tiles, they light up, and in my mind, they also play a sound. Boop! (laughs) 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 Boop! And I've shared with you that I am attracted to blue-skinned people in X-Men. And now we have a whole flock of blue, green, and magenta people scantily clad coming at me. I'm not going to be able to fight. I'm just going to stand there looking.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's dangerous for somebody like Sean. <laughs>
0: yeah, especially, like, this green guy over on the left or, like, this magenta girl, like, next to him. Like, these people are hot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have our three sisters. And Piper says, looks like we're going to see just how much stronger our power is inside this dome. And Phoebe says, let's kick some ass. Let's see. This is Piper. says, going to be hard to get back together. And I scatter your fucking orbs. Oh, that's Piper. That's Paige. Paige. Your orbs (laughs) around the world. And she, like, orb shatters him, which is pretty crazy.
1: Crazy. And
0: then we see um, Phoebe with this very sexy, regular skinned guy. I didn't see him in the crowd. But she's like, they don't have any memories or emotions to turn back on them. My magic's useless. Can't I ever catch a break? And then she says, oh, well, use what you got. And she wraps (laughs) her, she kicks him with her leg. That kickboxing (laughs) lesson is coming back.
1: Yeah, so she was trying to do psychic reflection on him like she did in Rally to
2: Bite's Back. Um. I have a question, and Kevin, I feel like this is one for you. Okay. So I think this is the first time, so Paige's powers obviously come from the whole white lighter side, which is pacifist, so she's not really fighting power. I know she can obviously throw objects and kill people, but that's kind of like a choice rather than something that powers innately do. But this whole orb scattering and like just basically blowing someone up and scattering them, that feels like not very white lighter-y.
1: Yeah, it's not very well. It would be an elder move for sure. Um, but <laughs> yeah, just a little bit more mean spirited than we would have
2: ever ever seen Paige before. I mean, he's got to die. I just feel like it's like with Piper, like her powers, like yeah, we know she blows people up all the time. But with Pages, they come from like a pacifist place, so it's just yeah. a bit for me. I'm like, oh, it's weird that you can use your powers to kill, even though yeah. she throws knives all the time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, um, I had a I mean, similar issue because when she blows him up, she doesn't know yet that they're not real, that they're basically right. golems. So, like, because they are, it's okay. But she didn't know that. So no. it's very no.
2: bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. So more sexy green people are running towards Piper, um, who says, um, you want a taste of our power? Try this. And then the next panel, she literally, like, blows up, like... I'm guessing what is about 15 of them in one fell swoop Um, because all of their powers are advanced right now. Piper smash says page. Look, this place is changing around us. Maybe we're having some kind of effect on it says Phoebe. So now the kind of the disco floor is gone temporarily and it's kind of becoming a bit of a forest. And then, and what I think is probably going to be my favorite panel of the episode is Phoebe kind of grabs Paige and Piper and flies them away come on I saw something during the fight she says and then sort of looks like she's sort of leaving the planet. Fly with me <laughs>
1: Yeah yeah,
2: I love that so is this part of this whole touch levitation thing that you're telling me about that yeah. she's touching them they're weightless rather than she's flying and like dragging their mm-hmm. heavy asses with right. both hands okay right <laughs> You've explained a lot of new things to me t- today. Yeah, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> yeah. So then the next page, we see where they where Phoebe has taken them, and she's like, "There, it's Leo's sword, and it's inside the Grimoire on like a pentacle platform." And then Piper's like, "No, wait," because she's flying right at. She's like, "I'm gonna go," <laughs> and then she <laughs> Phoebe flies to it, but then she's like, like, oh, oh, I, I guess I hit this dome." Oh, well, it's blocked me. And then Renick appears. He's like, ha 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 ha. Nice try. <laughs> you know, the combined strength of the Imperial Sword and the Grimoire repels all magic that isn't under my control. So your
0: magic is useless against my magic. Tee hee hee. Would you like my random observation for this page? <laughs> okay. In the upper left, we see this guy in this very sexy shirt where there's like no sides to it. So you see his skin. And this man in a suit's like, I know how to stop him. I'm gonna grab his nipple. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How is this relevant to whatever we're watching? I think it might be some kind of hologram that Rennick left on,
0: like play when he's spying on the world. But that's oh, about the only thing okay. I could think of. On the next page, Rennick continues. There's no way the three of you can get even get close to it. And then we see um, Daryl is still giving orders. He says, "Squad A, break off and find a way inside the dome. The charmed ones may need reinforcements." Squad B, prepare to launch the counteroffensive. And then Prue says... That's Prue, right? Not Tyler? That's Prue. (laughs) Prue says, looks like someone's found his calling. And uh, Daryl says, not a chance. As soon as this is over, I'm going back to my family and normal police work. And then Leo dramatically flies by ahead. Prue, Daryl, I need some help up here. And then we see these sexy men people are all jumping into one man it's not what it sounds like just go with it here they're all combining into one huge sexy blue man and um, he goes to fight Leo Leo says I don't think my little sword can take this guy on and then somebody off the panel
2: says Leo clear the way is that a euphemism for something <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Continuing, boom! we see an explosion on this big, big blue man. Um, nice job, Glennis! You uh, got him, says Prue. Um, and then Glennis is here with a cannon that she just um, shot at this big blue man. Um, and she says, I'm pretty good with wielding a charmed cannon, if I do say so myself. Um, and then Daryl notices that it's falling out of the sky and everyone runs for cover they realize it's coming their way and then fwam th- th- is that the sound fwam th- yeah i got it he sort of, <laughs> i feel sorry for Paige here because she was trying like to get in and like she had to really sort of believe that she was 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 the thing to get through the thing and they just basically drop a heavy blue man on it and it, it sort of <laughs> clears the way i'm yeah. like that's not fair um um and leo says you two get in there before it closes i'll hold things down out here um as prue kind of um makes a run for it
1: i think i can explain that for you your problem with this the, the thing with the blue the man breaking a hole oh
2: right i'm like why was i getting concerned about who said what he can he can go through there
1: because he is created by renex magic Mm. Ah. and look at
2: you answering all the plot holes yeah
1: next page we see that prue and leo have broken into the crack in the dome and they're like it's like a forest area But prue's like piper phoebe you know calling everybody page and then Leo's like, they, you know, I don't think they'll hear you because we're in like Renick's domain now. And he's finally going to make it so they can't hear you. And then she's like, why is there a forest in the middle of here? <laughs> she's like, maybe he thinks we'll get lost in the woods. So, But she takes her crossbow, her magical crossbow with all the arrows that hit whatever they want. And starts roaming the forest. But she's on a mission. Leo's like kind of just like being a negative Nancy over here. But Pru's like, nope. We're going to do it. I'm going to find the source of the magic.
0: We return back to, it looks like Renick has trapped our three sisters, and he's forced them to watch what's going on outside. We see Daryl, Coop, and Henry, I'm guessing, (laughs) the teenage uh, Latin American. Oh, my gosh. It's so bad. Yeah. He says, you may be stronger here, but you'll never win against me when I control the very environment around you. And this is heavy because he's got them tied up like Salem witch style. Mm-hmm. Like they're tied up to posts. And he says, your friends and family fight valiantly, but they'll never win as long as I can create an endless supply of soldiers. Phoebe says, you won't win, Renick. I figured you out. You can control the magic. You can send an army of weak-willed people to attack us back in San Francisco, but you can't control us or our friends. That's why you need an army of soul, soulless automatons, but there's a flaw in your plan. I remember in art school, one of my teachers told me, never draw like the individual teeth. And I think this picture shows you why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we see uh, Phoebe says, your army has nothing to fight for. Rennick says, they fight for me with the magic I control. That's enough. And Piper says, after all these years, you still haven't learned that magic isn't about having the most power. And then Renex says, oh, hush. And he ties up Piper's mouth. But Piper still says, it's about how you use that power. She says it
2: with her mind. <clears throat> and continuing on to the next page, we hear her think. It's about finesse. Um, so, we are now back outside, um, and things are changing in this fight, so, um, Coop says, hey, you've really got a handle on your magic, Henry, and this is how we find out that this this person is Henry, it's not, you think that maybe they gave the artist, like, the wrong picture? I don't know. This is consistently who, what they think Henry looks like. So maybe they gave them the wrong picture. I don't know.
1: Really, it's egregious. It's really bad. It's like a whole different person.
2: Um, anyway, uh, not Henry says, um, I didn't change the soldier into a plant. I didn't change any of them. As they're kind of realizing this this war is changing. Um, Tyler has got um, his little flamethrower going and Elise is standing behind and she says, you can turn down your flame. These flowers aren't all that threatening as a... As a um, the guys are they turning into flowers and sand and water and everything yeah nox says now this is my this is more my kind of fight and the woman with the whip says it takes all the fun out of it if their bodies turn to water and sand and daryl from his little bunker somewhere says the soldiers seem to be reverting back to their natural form one last sweep should finish them off and then in the next panel, he's jumped up, turned his back, and his hands are glowing. As he says, cancel that, here comes another wave."
1: This is, this is Piper's doing. She is doing this new ability, what her powers would grow to, which is molecular reversion. So she's bringing them back to the state they started in. Because Rennick touched all these things and turned them into these demony things. And she's bringing them back to the, the original source material. Oh, I love this power. Oh, I
2: did not get that. I um, wish we could have had a yeah. whole season with them having this kind of power.
1: Right. Because so when it says, impressive, Piper, but I bet can create new soldiers faster than you can turn their molecules back.
0: Mm, see, I saw that line, and I thought mm-hmm. he was just saying, faster than you could destroy them. I didn't realize oh. she was using her power on that last one. Yeah.
1: And she, and, this, and these are all people that are outside of the dome, too. So they're not even, she's not even really in her area. They're outside of the dome, and she's like using her some kind of telepathic molecular reversion a little a little bit of a stretch but i'll take it i can i mean it makes a little bit of sense to me and then we see all these thought bubbles and it says piper Paige, can you hear me and then piper's like phoebe how did you cast a power of one spell remember last time we talked about the power of one and how i thought it's exactly the same thing as the power of three anyway i have new thoughts on that which i'm going to get into in canonical she's like i didn't cast a spell I, like, I just heard your thoughts, <laughs> you know? I think like, I think we can read each other's minds now. So pretty much this is because the power boost is amping them up. They th- think that this is something they could grow to too, that they can read each other's minds when they are all powerful like that. So this th- panel of the three of them, a you look familiar moment.
2: It's funny, she's so familiar to me though. Reminds me of this old stray that used to hang outside my loft. Familiars, that's what I'm looking for. Have we met before? You look familiar.
1: Now, it's not exactly drawn from anything specific, but it is inspired by, I believe, the Sense and Sensibility TV Guide ad, where Phoebe was her season five picture, and then Paige had the, her mouth taped, so it's close enough to me. The three of them are still talking while they watch the minions come by Renick. You know, let's try a little nonverbal power of three. And so the three of them close their eyes, and they say the power of three will set us free, in their minds, silently. Oh, and this is our rhyme time moment, our first rhyme time for the day.
2: Should we try a spell? Why not? Let's try a spell. In the wind, I send this rhyme. Bring death before me, before my time. You've really got to lay off the rhyming group. Wonderful, witty, but word. I did the rhyme, I will do the time. Good night.
1: The power of thee will set us free. The power of thee will
0: set us free. The power of thee will set us free. (laughs) Ta-da. So just to point out, these superhero people, they move really slow because the sisters have this whole conversation and Renick turned around and they're all in the same position <laughs> from the first to the second panel. It's that timing comic book no-no like we talked about. I think it was just the artist like, I'm just going to be lazy and just put the same like things in the same position. So on the next page, we see zap and suddenly the sisters are free and Piper says what I said earlier, Renick, Sometimes magic is about power. And then Paige thinks we need a spell fast. So the sisters start their spell. This is a rhyme time, Kevin. You got it.
2: Should we try a spell? Why not? Let's try a spell.
0: We call on the forces of matter, time, and space, on the elements of the circle that bind our worlds, on the magic of the Hollowell line through generations, on the powers of our family and friends with us now. Unite this magic in the power of three. Unite this magic with our solemn decree to end Renick's influence over us all. Reconnect the worlds. Make the barriers fall. And Renick looks all slice a nice attempt, but like I said, your magic is
2: useless against me here. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we—I mean, it looks like they kind of like uh almost about to explode, but we know that's not the case. Um. But clearly this spell is reflected back and puts them in pain. Um, and Rennick says, um, but it's quite useful for me to turn against you. And then we see Leo sort of flying into the rescue and he exclaims, it ends today, Rennick, once and for all. And then we see Leo kind of bounce back off because um, Renek says, sorry, Leo, even your little bit of magic can't get through. And he is thrown off in pain, drops his sword and is basically rendered on his knees. And Renek says, I ended it, Leo. The forces of good and evil, no longer at war. I was even kind enough to let you live. Why couldn't you let me let it go? Why couldn't you let the people of this world choose their own destiny? And Leo says they did choose Renek. They chose to fight back, both the powerful and the powerless, even without supernatural guidance. Hmm. I feel like that was quite a wordy one. Quite a wordy exchange for a comic book.
1: But you know, they were once long-lost lovers, so they have to get their final goodbyes in, you know. (laughs) The next page is Renek still torturing Leo. You're pitifully small band of soldiers it's not enough to save the world ha 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 and Leo's like give it time Renick it's only the beginning the meek can still inherit the earth and then we see the sisters still like being tortured by this their own spell and uh we see Prue standing behind them with her crossbow and Renick still goes on he's talking he's like the meek are are useless haven't I proven that yet even when the meek are as powerful as your Three little Hallowah sisters. And proves like, bitch, it's four. There's four sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Your raid ends now. And she grabs the Imperial sword out of the book, out of the grimoire. And it goes, whoosh. And then she becomes very Terminator 2 here. And her arm becomes the sword. And her leg becomes the book is being absorbed into her body. And she says a spell. Another rhyme time moment. You
2: really got to lay off the rhyming group.
1: Dark letter powers will now fade to black as the realms of light take the magic back. I claim these artifacts and all they do, and I shall use them to vanquish, vanquish you. <laughs> I had to say both for people because we haven't said that in a while. So True. <laughs> uh, and then we see Renick
0: kind of like in a ball of fire. And I missed that the first time that, like, she's going all T2, like you said, because they say something about it later. And I was like, when did that happen? But it's right there. It's happening right there. (laughs) So then we see this very pretty picture of Prue. She's standing in a little dress with a tattooed arm. And, like, it seems like the world is changing around her because it's part fours, but everything else is like cloudy flames. And she says, Rhyme time did the rhyme. i will do the time return the magic to its rightful place reconnect the realms in this hollowed space alter the history of recent times to cover up all humanity's crimes those touched by magic will not remember but they'll never be allowed to forget
2: what a nice way to make sure that everyone forgets that they have powers which could have been a huge awakening moment <laughs> for the whole world where they come to accept that magic exists but no we're going back to everyone's gonna forget about recent episodes. Yeah, yeah issues, and
1: it's <laughs> it's just weird because it's like forget, but no,
0: don't forget. Yeah, I just that last line rhymed. Everything rhymes so well, and then she says, "Will not remember." Be allowed to
2: forget very wordy very clunky we're what i imagine to be a, a few hours later maybe mm-hmm. um we're in the halliwell manor or is it <laughs> um so piper <laughs> is saying how did you how did the magic keeping your soul in that body get through Renee's barrier and prue says new world new rules it's why you couldn't see my soul anymore guess this body is mine now I like it, except for the constantly changing tattoos. So this is now we know those tattoos, they're moving, they're alive, <laughs> they have a mind of their own, they're spelling things out. Um, and from somewhere up in the ceiling, we don't see Phoebe, but we hear her say, on the bright side, you'll always have something new to read when you get bored. Phoebe is in the, on the ceiling in the um, <laughs> next panel. She, she cannot get down, apparently. It's very reminiscent of season two, actually.
1: Yeah. Phoebe
2: get down, says Piper. Are you kidding? says Phoebe, I can fly, not jump, not leap, fly. I'm never coming down. And then in the next panel she say, she starts coming down to the floor and says, Or oh, I'm coming down right now. Guess I can only <laughs> fly for brief amounts of time. And then Prue explains. The dome magic let you tap into the point your powers will grow to. It's going to take some time to reach that level naturally. And then Daryl comes over and says, Prue, it was great seeing you again, even if you don't look like yourself, but I need to get back to my family. And in comes an overexcited Paige running (laughs) over saying, oh, let me, let me, I want to try something. (laughs) Um, And then Daryl, already covered in those blue lights, says, wait, Paige, I have to. And that's it, he's gone. Um, and Prue says, "You couldn't have let him say goodbye to everyone." And then Paige says, "Sorry, I got excited. I never orbed a person halfway around the world without touching them or calling out to them." Um, and Prue says, "Why do I expect to call any minute from from Daryl telling us he's in Siberia?" <laughs> Everyone's getting very carried away with their their new expanded powers.
1: Yeah, and so it continues on. We see leo holding piper and she says are you sure those wings won't be coming back and then leo says with the imperial sword became part of prue it broke the spell over me so he's a like, good thing though because i was get going getting cold with my sleeves off all the time mm. <laughs> so this is sad His, leo no longer has the wings they're gone but that panel is also a you look familiar moment have we met before you look familiar This was drawn completely from Astral Monkey, season two, episode 20, when they have a little exchange in the kitchen, and they hug like that. It's in reverse. They like to flip it, but it's still from that episode. Hmm. (laughs) And then Prue comes over, and she's like, I'm glad some good came from out of this. Almost makes up for the fact that I have an evil book of magic in me. Leo's like, you know, but you saved the world and defeated my oldest enemy. You know, you... Where our savior, Prue. Love it. And then Paige and Piper come over. Kudos that you're still around. <laughs> and then Piper's like, I think we should go relieve dad of his babysitting duties. And so I guess Coop. Oh, this creepy picture of Coop with his teeth. <laughs> don't draw the teeth. <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah. But he's like, see you at home. And Henry looks probably the most Henry all issue, even though it's not the greatest, but it's Henry-ish. Uh, don't stay out too late and love you. So I guess they all leave. I don't know if Paige orbs them away or what, but I guess that's what their plan is. And then Paige and Phoebe are walking up the stairs and you hear, knock, knock. <laughs> and they're like, who could that
0: be? Yeah, this, this proves our theory. They knew what Henry looked like. They still drew him like a teenager through the rest of this with the wrong mm-hmm. color skin. Mm-hmm. So uh, Phoebe opens the door and says, "Call." Cole? Nice of you to show up now that the fighting's over. What are you doing here? And he's like, I am a messenger sent from the heavens. She's like, no, seriously. (laughs) He's like, who is that? Why is that so hard to believe? So what? You've been forgiven for past crimes. The elders have allowed you to move on, Cole. And Cole says, not yet. But they did appreciate my sacrifice and allowing Prue to return to Earth instead of using the power to escape limbo myself. Did he have anything to do with that? what's he referring to
1: because remember when Prue died and he said that he was organizing the people here to kind of cut a hole in limbo so he can escape he let her go
0: through there instead of him and that's what allowed that's what allowed Paige to heal her Mm -hmm. and then Prue says if you've come to tell me the elders want me to release this body i don't think that's an option And Cole says, it's not, but that isn't why I'm here. The elders were impressed by your spell, so everyone touched by Renek's magic won't remember the past six months, but can't forget it either. And Prue says, it would have been too easy. People had magic, and they misused it. They need to remember that in case magic is revealed to the world again. For most people, the past few months will be kind of a dream, just outside the grasp of their memories. And Cole says, like I said, nice touch. The others also want me to fill you in on your new role in the universe.
2: And then the new role is explained. <laughs> so Cole says, when you absorbed the Imperial Sword in the Grimoire, you became the conduit that holds the realms together. You are now effectively the caretaker, the connection between the realms. You can never leave this place. Prue says, so I've discovered... Um, And then Cole reveals, I've been sent to be your messenger. I can move through the realms, travel to the heavens or the underworld, visit San Francisco from time to time. Any help you need. The elders said, after a few centuries of service, I might even earn my right to move on. And then Phoebe interjects, wait a minute, you're back in our lives. Um, And then Cole reassures her, only if I'm welcome. I can stay away unless... Prue needs me to be, uh, unless Prue needs me to see you since she won't be able to go to you herself. Otherwise, I'm bound here too. And then Prue says, I'd appreciate the company. This big old place will be very empty with just me living in it. Um, And then Paige says, being stuck here isn't so bad. It does have all the comforts of home. And then Piper tries to reassure her by saying, and if you get bored, you can always change it to look like something else you always did want to live in a loft. We move on to the moment that we've come to love at the end of every season. We notice that that front door is open and Prue says, no, I like this place. It's just like home. Right down to Phoebe forgetting to close the front door. And I'm Imagining that she waves her hand, or if for some reason I feel like she's clicking her fingers mm-hmm. as the doors magically close. Why? It's a nice day. Besides...
1: Yeah, and the final page, of a caption It says, It's not like you're going to have any nosy neighbors stopping by all the way out here. And we see where that big purple dome was is now a Hallowell Manor sitting at the nexus of the all. Desert. Nothing
2: else <laughs> what a great end to a season i love that i love yeah. that touch yeah i feel like it's very charmed you know it's <laughs> like it's it couldn't be easy for Pruka that we just you know where it's like you you know with Prue, it's kind of like you're always like left wanting a little bit more and it's never quite right you know like she dies we never get to see a picture again she never comes back then finally we get her back in the comics and we go for all this it's like yeah you've kind of got her back but she can't ever leave but you can come visit yeah you know where it's like she's she can't like live that that life that she yeah. probably wanted to get on with it's she's, she's so she's so tragic it's such a tragic
0: character yeah i think they're gonna fix it anyway though i don't think she's gonna be here for long so i'm not concerned I'm okay. whatever okay <laughs> well all right thank you
2: good okay so what are our overall thoughts about this issue I loved it. I really like, I think this is one of the best ones. You've got this kind of like battle going on and I'm a sucker for, um, like power advancements in general. So getting to kind of like imagine what their powers would kind of grow to and kind of getting you know, them to the point where... Because I feel like throughout the comics, like, they've all had a bit of a power advancement already in this season. And, you, I mean, we're kind of, like, what, nine years in? No, like, even more. They've they've, yeah. they've been, like, at this for about ten years in the comics. So to think that their powers have even further to go in advancement is, like, crazy. But I, I love, like, kind of, like... Um, even the things you explain, like, Piper's doing it. She's kind of turning them back to to what they were originally i'm like oh clever the kind of like being able to say the spells just thinking them and they still work yeah. that's great i love all this power advancement i love what Prue becomes in the end as well like, that's quite nice it's kind of like okay well you can't be charmed because there can only be three then it was like oh you know what the magic's going to be sucked out from the world so you will be the charmed one Um, And now it's kind of like, well, you can't, you don't fit in, but it's kind of like, you know what? You're all powerful in a different way. So I feel like that's quite a nice wrap up Mm -hmm. for that character, right? Yeah. I like that she is someone you
1: can't really mess with. Like she's still a pivotal role in the world and in the magical community. Yeah.
2: And I think it's even quite a nice moment for Cole in this where it's kind of like, you know what? you're lingering around anyway, like we'll put you to work. <laughs> and he's kind of like, you know, he gets to be involved in it. There's a way to keep Cole around, but not interfere too much with Phoebe's life, which is quite nice. And I just love, you know where it's like with these comics, they like, they really understood the subject matter of, to the to the point of doors closing at the end of the season.
0: Love yeah. it. Yeah,
2: unlike season six. See,
0: Unlike se- well, oh,
2: we don't talk about season six, and they clearly were having a hard time.
1: They're like, That'll do, pig. That'll do. I'm like, No, it does not do. Thank you very much.
2: Well, <laughs> oh, actually, with you explaining bloopers away, um, for me, Kevin, season six, I was thinking about this the other day when Leo can kind of like call for a mirror, which I just don't think he should have been able to do. Do you have an explanation for that for me? Pretty much, it was essentially telekinetic orbing it. Um, yeah. No, no explanation which, for
1: that. No, that's that's not his power.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Made no sense.
0: Oh, Sean, how did you like this issue? Um, I liked it overall, but just like my mom, I do have a big butt for uh, the comics as a whole, for what we've read. Yeah. Um, I wish some of the writing was just a little bit better. Like, for example, when uh, they're like, oh, Prue and Cole are going to go off together. And then the next time we see them, like, they're just not together. They just kind of separate or something. So there are a lot of little exciting dead ends throughout this whole Mm -hmm. 24-issue run. So I would get excited for certain things, and we wouldn't have any Mm follow-through. But I do like where it all has come to a head. I like that we got to see... Rennick, who has now become like one of my top tier kind of charmed villains. I like that we get to see like this nexus of all and we get a cool explanation for like what it is and why nobody knew it was there. And it even ties into, uh, what was her name? Nina. So this is a really nice, like, well put together 24 issue run. I was just thinking while we were talking, I think the one last thing that would have really tied this together is to say like maybe the sisters never put up a picture of Prue because something was pulling them away from that. Cause she was still there, you know, like magically <laughs> yeah. something was stopping them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I do agree with that. I though I have an explanation for that coal thing that you have a problem with. <laughs> okay. Okay. When the magic switched in the world, that's when all the dead were like being trapped in that limbo area. So he disappeared from the earthly plane from Prue's great. life. Yeah so he was just kind of like he just he could no control of it he was he like was
0: taken into that limbo area and that, that's where she's like oh there you are <laughs> i imagine there's going to be a big consequence to that and they just like fixed it right away like oh he right. disappeared <laughs> right yeah not a quick way easy way
1: out i get it <laughs> yeah all right yeah i i read this when i was like getting ready to go, go to bed and i'm like oh i hate this issue <laughs> but then i read it again when i was wide awake i'm like hey i actually enjoy this issue (laughs) so it proves that sleep is very important but i do find some of the art in here to be very scary and very off-putting and the spells kind of suck so maybe that was a factor of like "Uh." (laughs) there's issue could have done more but overall it's still enough to satisfy me uh i do like a lot of the, the things they put in here and i do like the power enhancements and yeah and i love that they you know keep the traditions alive so next is put that in my canonical hat canonical do we have any canonical errors
2: well henry's been recast
0: yeah that was bad (laughs) i do wish we got more i know it's not quite canonical but i wish we got more with like leo and the wings like a reason as to why that happened other than it was just some happy mistake
1: yeah It's like, well, my wings are linked to the sword, and now that the sword is, like, in Prue, I guess she gets the wings somewhere in there. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
2: I've already said it, but I do feel like the whole being able to turn orbing into kind of an offensive power Mm -hmm. is not in keeping with the whole pacifist nature of that kind of magic.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. Um, it's funny because we talked earlier about how Renick was using that crystal to kind of possess Knox and possess Bailey. And we thought for sure that they would be part of his plan, but I guess it was only that one time and literally meant nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, But I did want to talk about my power of three thing. My like, here's my theory. Okay. Uh, all right. So I believe that the power of three always had the potential to form a telepathic link because we see it in my three witches when they can use their connection to travel to Piper's pocket dimension from their pocket dimension. And in sense and sensibility Piper reason, they were like communicating easier and developing a sixth sense because their other senses were down. So maybe these other ones were heightened. So they had like a better, they could communicate more telepathically that way. Um, So I'm thinking that the link emerges as a use of the power of one, and now I do believe that there is a distinction between the power of three and the power of one, while they are the same thing. So I believe the power of one is a heightened state of the power of three itself. And it's the most intense and truest union that the power of three has. Um, this is what they did when they created a portal um, to Abraxas in which trial to the astral plane. Um, and I think in most cases, you know, they're not adept at accessing it because it's so above their normal everyday state of consciousness. They have to do. They have to have a power up to get to it. Um, Phoebe, because she has a sensory perception, a psychic instinct to those things, she would probably be the most proficient at it. But even then, I think you need to have, you know, something like equinox or be at the nexus of the all or through a spell to get that power up.
2: But why call it power of one? Why not power of three plus or something? Right, like that? I know
1: because it's essentially three people. Being one unit and but yeah, I do like it should be plus. I think that we better make more sense mm. and less confusing. And then I still don't understand the reasons behind not seeing Prue's soul. They mentioned some stuff in here, but I don't get it. I don't understand why they. She says the world changed.
2: Well, is it more that in that moment where she's absorbing the book and the sword, she's absorbing the body as well. She's just like, I'm just going to own everything now. And yeah, I'm but- just going to be in this new body like everything the soul the body the books the swords sure. all the magic it's all just going to be in one sealed up new thing
1: but th- they didn't recognize their soul like issues ago like th- two issues yeah. ago and that's why i was i'm just not it's not computing in my brain
0: what about if we say she was so powerful, she welded herself to the body without realizing it?
1: <laughs> I mean, I know we do get into patient stuff in season 10,
2: and it might be explained there, I can't remember. Like, how would they be able to see her soul if they weren't magical at the time?
1: Yeah, that's what I thought too, but Daryl couldn't see her soul either, and he was. Uh, tips for future white lighters.
2: Oh, we're really just messengers? Guides? Think of us as guardian angels for good witches. <laughs> Tips for for a future future. Life, 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 life. I was out being a force of good in the universe.
1: What's the moral for of this issue?
2: I mean, I think Piper like literally says it in black and white, doesn't she? She's like, um, um, it's not about power; it's about how you use the power. It's about finesse. Yeah, I mean, that that to me is the moral of the story. It's not about the power you have; it's about how you use it. As with Charmed, good good life lessons for everyone. Don't think about, you know, what you have or don't have or how much power someone else has. Think about what you have and what you can do with it. Beautiful. There we go, guys. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful lesson for life. Yeah. Mine's actually
0: very similar. It just came from a different place. Mine was uh, focused on Prue, who a few episodes was like, or issues ago, was like, I'm useless. Like, what's the point of having a useless sister? And she's the one who saved everybody. So along those same lines, like... Even if you feel like everybody has something you don't, you still have something special to contribute. And hers was the most important person to be because of what she didn't have. And that was magic. She was able to save everyone.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of linking to mine. Because Rennick, for someone who used Prue as a distraction, only to forget about her as a threat, was his fatal mistake. Mm -hmm. So... Mine is don't get too big for your britches. <laughs> don't take for, <laughs> you know. Don't take for granted the strength of anyone because the unassuming can surprise you. Yeah, cool. Uh, next is ooh anamanapia. So, what's your favorite one of those? There's quite a few this issue.
2: <laughs> there are so many, um, and I think just like for the lols of it that oh, I can't even say it that would. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, when when um, when Phoebe realizes that her powers are a bit useless, so she's got to kick this guy. Yeah. I think that that is um, that that probably gets it just for comedic effect. Nice. <laughs> so
0: mine is when the sisters use their magic and it gets turned back on them. It says, "I." Hey! <laughs> The reason I choose that one is that shouldn't even be an onomatopoeia. They should just be saying that. But apparently it's a sound that's being made.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do the. <laughs> I almost did that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's a Z, 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 P, 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 P. It's just really funny. Last second, I was going in between (laughs) those (laughs)
1: two. Well, now we got it both. Yeah, it's just it's Mm -hmm. it's great. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Most valuable
2: panel. This is a really tough one because I think there are some really good ones in here. Like contenders are like when they actually break through the um, through the barrier. Like Phoebe's kind of like levitating above them. I really quite like that one. I think if I have to give it... Oh, there's too many. Then there's where Phoebe's like grabbing her sisters and flying them off off the planet. They're clearly not off the planet. Mm -hmm. Um, I quite like when they're all tied up and there's this kind of moment when they're all thinking and connecting. Um, But I think I would give it to Prue when she kind of becomes all powerful and gets her nice dress and her new tattoos. That's a very (laughs) empowered moment, Mm -hmm. isn't it? It really is.
0: So Lewis actually, mine is one of the ones you called out. Mine is when Phoebe's holding their hands. I just love that image. I love seeing like the power between the sisters. I love seeing Phoebe like have a power that's a little more useful than just her flying. Now she can fly her sister. So this has cool
2: implications. Nice. I swear, I had that that panel that you just described as like a background at one point on either like a Facebook banner or on the background of my phone. I can't remember, wow. but I know I had this as like a background <laughs> somewhere because I used to really like it.
1: I'm gonna go with the one you said, Louis—the full page pro. just because it's right after she's like four sisters, and then she's like ha ha, and it's just like really an epic, glamorous. I you know imagine like if it was shot. If filmed to be like a slow motion, you know, pan up, <laughs> Ooh. you know, oh, beautiful. So now we have sexiest drawing. Oh
2: my
0: God.
2: There's so <laughs> many of you to choose from. Sean. <laughs> oh, I've got mine. <laughs> I mean, I am going to go to the same panel. This empowered moment, this new dress, like it it does it for me. Nice. I'm gonna go to the differently colored
0: skin dance party over here <laughs> with all these green, blue, and magenta people on this poop, poop, poop dance floor. This, this is so hot. This is so hot, Kevin. I love it.
1: <laughs> I am gonna. I love that. That's great too. That's, <laughs> I, but I'm going to choose the one where Leo majestically flies up into the air. <laughs> Yeah. I love is, that. Oh, it's just so regal so beautiful <laughs> you know his little tank top yeah uh, now we have issue ranking so is this issue Magically Delicious, Pretty Witchin A Sorcerer's Apprentice, Disenchanting or Vanquishable
2: I am gonna go with Magically Delicious I, I think this is one of the better ones I gotta be honest I quite like it I mean I love the final battle I love a power advancement. I quite I I quite like where we leave them. I like the callbacks. The only way this one is let down, and I don't want to insult anyone's work, is just by the drawings. Like the, the likenesses are just not great, this issue, unfortunately. And I know that you, whoever it was tried really hard. And I think there are some great panels on here and there's some really great visuals but it just looks nothing like them and it changes too randomly. So yeah, that's my only drawback with this issue. Otherwise perfection. I'm going to say pretty in. just because I really liked it.
0: Um, Something with the, like, I don't know, the automaton people doesn't sit well with me only because like, I think Paige destroying him just, I don't know, she wouldn't do that. So it took it down a ranking for me. I wish there was something where maybe like, Phoebe kicked one of them and she didn't realize like they were fake and it's arm fell off or something. And the sisters are kind of like, Oh cool. We can just blast them to hell. (laughs) Yeah. There is a lot to like here. There's lots of really
1: awesome things. The arch is very scary. You're like, there's some of them and it's not just Henry. There's other like Elise, Ooh, a little rough there too. (laughs) Um, Yeah. and, And these teeth and like lots of, lots of weirdness. Um, once I got my head around the story, the things that I was questioning, I was happy that I could make sense of them. I'm like, yeah, I really had a good time. So pretty in for me. Cool. I do have a few notes. I believe this is the last time that the power of three will set us free is used for the no. rest of the run. Yeah. And it's funny. There's a, there's actually a time in Charmed where it was in the girls' contracts that they weren't... Like, it was in their contracts that they won't have to say that too often. <laughs> Why? <Wow. laughs> I think maybe just like, oh, it's an eye roll, whatever. But, but this is like your bread and butter.
2: This is your job. This is what people yeah, I know. come to love. But you know what? I'm come also,
1: I'm, I'm a little glad about it though. You know why? Because I feel like that spell is, should not be a catch-all. It shouldn't be used as a crutch. It's supposed to mean something and be something very important when it does happen. So mm-hmm. the fact that it does happen so infrequently means that it matters more.
2: Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Because they would eventually have to be like, oh, it doesn't really work on many people anymore. Right they right. could just be whipping that out every five minutes mm-hmm. yeah
1: so that is the end so i guess it's time for our grimoire game oh, no
0: what is this some kind of game Grimoire games. some people think this is entertainment
1: this week's grimoire game the finale game is a whole season nine quiz just like we did with hanging with the hallowells when we finished the season it's not a long quiz there's only 10 questions but still it's a it's a quiz uh so i will ask a question some have multiple choice some do not but uh when i ask the question you will have to buzz in to, to respond to be the first to answer and there are opportunities for bonus points too so we'll see so first question how many copies did issue number one sell in its first printing Fourteen, oh yeah, fourteen thousand, seventeen thousand, nineteen thousand, or twenty-one thousand. Buzz, uh, Lewis,
2: I'm
0: gonna say 21,000 <laughs> No, oh. it's not twenty-one thousand. <laughs> Sean, do you, you want to steal? I'm gonna say nineteen thousand. No, <laughs> no,
1: no, no. <laughs> it, was, it was actually seventeen thousand. Wow, <laughs> no points there. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Second question: Whose funeral did Piper and Phoebe attend, and why
2: is it significant? So there's two parts. Buzz, Buzz, Buzz. buzz. <laughs> um, so it's Brittany's, and it's um, relevant and important because she was kind of the first innocent, right? Correct. Two points. Okay, there we go. Oh, good. <laughs> I oh, remember her wow.
0: name. I know Javna killed her, but I couldn't Jana, remember her Jana.
2: name. Javna.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Question three, what
1: event occurred that scared Henry? And this is a multiple choice. Oh, oh, Sean, you know the oh, answer. Okay. Uh, okay. So <laughs> the event
0: that scared him is when he was under uh, magical control. He choked uh, Paige and it spooked him. Correct. Yes. <laughs> the, uh, the
1: options I had were transformed a cigar. They got a dog. He choked Paige or a Phoebe hit on him. <laughs> <laughs> all right this is a true or false question this season no vanquishes occurred in the manor
2: oh. <laughs> sean I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna say true correct that is no Just... vanquishes i forget which question this is but how how are cupids created oh jeez
0: you're really gonna
2: make us go there buzz buzz, buzz. lewis Isn't it from the dead babies at the funeral they go get the dead babies at yes the funeral?
1: yes the dead yeah. babies yeah. <laughs> oh so sad next question multiple choice which of the following is a character from the series that did not appear in season nine tyler michaels max franklin Elise Rothman or Marcy Steadwell?
2: Buzz, Marcy Steadwell. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> she was mentioned, but she didn't appear. I wonder what Marcy Steadwell's doing now.
1: Yeah. They said she was missing or killed last time we talked from her. <laughs> 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 but that was when they were attacking all their innocents and stuff early on. She okay. At Walmart. Each sister gained upgraded abilities this season. Name one. Buzz, um,
2: the... <laughs> molecular oh god what is the thing um acceleration molecular acceleration is that that's, what it's called that's
1: correct yeah that's
0: one okay. john do you want to try to name another one sure um pages page is or able to do the orb shield correct okay got that one there okay there's
1: two more sisters <laughs> anybody else want to tr- have a go Does empathy
2: count? Because I feel like she gets the empathy power back.
1: She does she does something special with that empathy power. It moves on to something different. I mentioned it in this episode briefly.
0: (laughs) Oh, she's able to do the thing that she did in reality bites where she like overwhelms them and kills them with empathy. Yeah, the psychic reflection is what it's called.
1: Yeah, so I putting the emotions back on there. So all we have left is Prue. And this one is pretty straightforward. But um, it might, it's probably the easiest to miss. Does anybody know what Prue's power-up was? She levitates a car. <laughs> she flies. <laughs> I mean, you said levitates a car. That's 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 it, yeah? Mm. And flying actually could be part of it too early. But I think that was more Phoebe's levitation. But it was advanced to telekinesis. So she can lift stronger things so i'm going to give each of you two points for that question oh Uh, this is a quote and this is worth two points so this i'm gonna read you the quote and then ask a question about the quote the woman shared that power with her mate and it changed them made them immortal and invulnerable it bonded them forever to one another and to the all creating a state beyond consciousness beyond the known universe so who was this woman
0: and what plane of existence did they create? Oh, Sean. It was uh, Nina, and she created Circuit City. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, it was called the, um, it was like the purpley, magenta place. What was it called? The
2: Quantum Realm. Oh, I don't remember what it was called. Lewis, <laughs> do you know the answer? No, I knew it was, Nina. was all I had, but okay. I, I don't know what the realm is.
1: Yeah, it's called the Higher Realm. Higher
2: Realm. I was not going to get that. Yeah.
1: And technically, that Circuit City spot was a failed attempt at recreating the Higher Realm, so it wasn't even the real one. Mm -hmm. But yeah. But you got a point for Nina, so that's good. (laughs) Okay. This is a multiple choice question. What issue do we first see Prue return? We have (laughs) where there's smoke, there's a fire starter. The heavens can wait, family shatters, or Prue you're gonna call? Buzz. The fire s-
2: started one.
1: Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't revealed to be Prue in that issue, but that was when she was, oh, ma'am. You know, oh, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> White Lady Jugs. You know, that's when she was White Lady, White Jugs. Lady Jugs. So, <laughs> yeah. cool. So, the final question excluding Wyatt and Chris. Tell me two of any of the other Charmed One's children's names. Um <laughs> Sean.
0: Parker and PJ.
1: Yeah, that works. Okay. Can anybody name the other ones?
2: Melinda? She- yeah.
1: One of Phoebe's kids hasn't been revealed yet. So we have Parker and PJ because those are the ones that are revealed. We have Melinda.
2: Tam and Tara? Tam and, Tam and something.
1: Tam, Tam counts. Yeah. All right. Henry Jr. Henry Jr. Yes. We're missing one twin name. Was it not Tara? You got Tam. Tam is short for Tamora.
2: What was the other one's name?
1: That's <laughs> going to really irritate me. <laughs> I'll tell you. It's Kat. K-A-T. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let me add these up now so I no, tell you who... Who got it?
2: Can I just say, whoever wins, I did way better on that quiz than I thought I was going to. I'm very <laughs> proud of myself. I was really worried about that. And you know what's really funny? That final question about the kids' names, I literally thought that was going to come up. Yeah. And I should have gone and studied for it, because I was like, oh, you know what? I'd, I'd lose out on that one, but I didn't. I, I think ev- I think everyone did really well. I also thought you were going to throw in a bonus question around which issue like had a double panel in that had to be reprinted for some reason. Oh. <laughs> All right, so Sean, you have nine. Lewis
1: has seven. (laughs)
2: Oh, So
1: so close.
2: So close. Not bad, not bad. No, that was good. I mean, Sean, you should have kicked my ass. You've literally done, like, you've gone through all of them all really recently. (laughs) I was polite, though. I let you answer some of that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go on a little bit of a break. I'm going to Paris. Wee! going doing some things i know sean you were there last month now it's my turn you're such a copycat oh. <laughs> 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 so we're going to return april 7th for the next episode and that will start the two ebooks that take place between season nine and ten so we'll do one april 7th and then two weeks later will be the second one and then i'm also going to be having an interview with pat shand coming in april and he's the author of the season 10 comics so that's what's coming up next haha are you going to the convention? I'm going to the Paris convention. Yes. Oh, the charmed convention. So jealous. Yeah, I know. Crazy. And I, I do want to get back to London too. Uh, eventually
2: cause you'll only show back up here when a charmed one comes to a convention no i, know. I know how you work <laughs> <Yeah. That's accurate. laughs> i'm going to connecticut too
1: i'm going to the 90s con this coming weekend that
2: looks so fun
1: lewis tell people where they can follow you and listen to your podcast and stuff
2: so we do a podcast called bisexual brunch you can find that anywhere you get your podcasts and if you're a bisexual and you need any help, I also run <laughs> Ask a Dad, my very own advice column, just like Phoebe. Um, <laughs> and if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Louie Oaks. Ta-da. <laughs> Sean? Yeah, you can find me
0: on uh, Once Upon a Cold. We're wrapping up our last few episodes in the next few months. Uh, you can find me on Marvelous Galaxy of Disney. Or actually, today, Kevin, where else can they find us? On Solving for
1: X, we are officially in season four of the X Men animated series doing that show, which is super fun. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and you can follow this podcast at Words of the Witches, all the places. Words of Witches on Twitter. Cool. That's where we'd be. <laughs> uh, be sure to rate on Spotify or Apple. And yeah, we'll see you soon for the ebooks. Ta da! Thank you for listening, spell worders. Is... Bye! Just <laughs> Destiny is still awaits.
2: awaits. <laughs>